The Holy Gospel according to Luke. On the first day of the week at early dawn, the woman came to the tomb taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away, away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed by this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but he has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified, and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words. And returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene and Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed like an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter, Peter, he got up and he ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen clothes by themselves, and then he went home amazed at what had happened. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So much in, in the life of the church has happened this past week. It was last Sunday when we had Palm Sunday when we were waving our palms and claiming Jesus Christ is our King. And then as the week progressed, so did the feelings that we get when we think about the events that happened on Holy Week. On Monday, Thursday, we gathered together and we remember the night when Jesus gathered with his disciples in the upper room. They had their final meal together. And after that meal, Jesus got up and he tied a towel around his waist and he knelt down and he washed the feet of his disciples, a job only a servant would do. And he said, I give you a new commandment, that you should love one another as I have loved you. And those were not just words that Jesus spoke, but it was actually how he lived out his life. He gave them an example of what love looks like. And then Friday, we gather together once again, and we, we recount the story of Jesus' crucifixion. The suffering, the pain, the humiliation that he experienced on Good Friday. And the, and the courage, right? The courage that Jesus had when he was up on the cross and he said those words, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. And that Roman centurion soldier at the foot of the cross who looked up and said, truly, this man is the Son of God. And we reflect 
on what Jesus means to us. And I sat with that yesterday. I thought about everything that had happened throughout Holy Week, and I realized one thing, at least for me and I hope for you, that today we have an opportunity. Today is a new day. Today is Easter Sunday. Today we celebrate not Jesus on a cross, but Jesus risen from a grave. And for me, that opportunity is to experience true transformation in our life. You know, the thing about moving from Palm Sunday to uh, Monday, Thursday, and, and Good Friday, and how Friday the, the sanctuary was barren from all of the things that we typically recognize in church. To, to hear Easter Sunday is we have true transformation. What it means to have life coming out from death. The gospel has an opportunity to truly change our lives. And it's hard to fully explain what that looks like, right? That transformation is, but it's there. So my goal when I was thinking about this for the next few weeks during the season of Easter that we have in the church is to think about how we take this wonderful information, this wonderful experience of death into new life and how we apply it into our lives. To find ways of, of experiencing little Easter's each and every day. To capture the emotions that we feel when things start to change. And one of the things I stumbled across is it, it, a website. It's an online magazine, I guess you could say. And it's called Smith. But what it, what it is, is a collection of stories or experiences written only in six words. There's an online gallery that, that people post their, their six words, and it's updated every single day. And I found it both fascinating and challenging. The challenging is to take something that is within us, something that is existing inside of us, and to capture it in only six words. Some of the six words would tug at your heartstrings. One person writes, after recovering from a breakup, I still make coffee for two. Some are funny. Internet or sleep? Toughest decision ever. <laughs> One person recently wrote about their experience with COVID. Community is more powerful than separation. The inspiration uh, for this project started with Ernest Hemingway, who was challenged to write a story in six words. And he came up with this. For sale, baby shoes, never worn. And it started to make me think 
about the joy and the fanfare of Easter for all the complexity and mystery about life coming out of death, about the resurrection of Jesus, and for all of the words that, that we try to use to explain what actually happens on this day. And I started to think, can we really take this feeling of Easter Sunday and boil it down into six simple words? The six simple words that I thought about are Jesus is risen from the dead. And not only does that say something about what we experience here in this service today, but that, that may say something about what it means to be a Christian, right? Without the death of Jesus, without the resurrection of Jesus, we wouldn't really be here today. You know, there, there are over 750,000 words in the Bible. And not one of them makes sense without those simple six words, Jesus is risen from the dead. These are the words that the women who went to the tomb said to the disciples after they ran back and, and saw that Jesus wasn't there. They said to the disciples, Jesus is risen from the dead. These are the six words that were passed down from person to person, from community to community, every day since that first Easter Sunday. People hear these words and their lives are transformed. These six words have taken us from scattered, broken people who are ready to give up everything because they thought the most important thing in their world, their leader, Jesus Christ, was dead. But the story did not end with the tomb. The story did not end with the cross. The disciples experienced this true miracle, this true transformation, and they were given new life. It is in these six words that countless individuals have known something that was deep inside of them, and they allowed it to come to the surface to radically transform their life. Jesus is risen from the dead. These words have been spoken on countless Easter Sundays. They have been spoken in Sunday school classes, in baptisms, in funerals, in weddings, and so many other church events. These words started with Mary Magdalene. Mary, the mother of Jesus, and the other women gathered in that tomb that first Easter Sunday. This is the story of our lives. This is the story of our faith. It's a story that means that life is stronger than death. And that God is with us. How will these six simple words... Jesus is risen from the dead. Change your story. Where do you hear the call of new life that enables you to come out of the tomb which has been sealed in front of you? The tomb of fear. The tomb of hopelessness. 
or the tomb of dreams that have been delayed or lost. Because even though, though we experience that in our lives, we do have an opportunity to have new life come inside of us. Where are you looking for the living among the dead? Maybe God is putting it on your heart to learn a little bit more about who he is or what he has done for you. So I ask you a simple six-word question. How will God change your life? I can't help but think about all the experiences in my life. How my faith has changed significantly over the years. I've had really good experiences in the church. I've had really not so good experiences in the church. But the one constant thing that I've had in my life throughout my entire life is the love of God. Even though I have felt pain and hurt, I felt abandoned or upset at certain experiences that I've had in the church, I don't let that change my relationship with God. I had a mentor and a friend who once told me, we do not have a perfect church, but we do have a perfect God. And no matter what happens in your life, he said, God will love you. No matter what you do in your life, God will love you. And we first see the power of that love in the resurrection of Jesus. So after I... Yesterday, after I thought about the, these six words, Jesus is risen from the dead, I started to think, what is my six-word story when it comes to my faith? How can I sum up what I believe or what I experience the church to be in my own life? And my six words are child of God, known by name. And over the Easter season, I can unpack that a little bit more. But, but what I invite you to do is to think about the power of the resurrection, the power of God in your life. And know that your story is not over. And every day, we have the privilege to rewrite our story or continue to write our story. Even through pain and disappointment, loss and death. Because none of these things have the final word. Because of these six important words. Jesus is risen from the dead. Thanks be to God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.